think about it, everything is polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on Uncensored tonight. Nice, clean little bandwidth. No one else is using it. Prices, right? I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited like a dirty thought in a nice, clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. The little attitude for all of you in white red land. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? You out there? You listening? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. That's the question of the day. Are you out there? Are you listening? As we ask every day, God bless you all. Thank you for joining us. You're looking live at the foxhole.app. We're running a little bit late today. We're all scrambling to get the show together here today. I got maintenance here, changing stuff out, wanting to talk about, well, what do you do? What? How does this live stream stuff work? Oh, my God, dude. Anyways, it's all good. I appreciate it if you're out there. <laughs> I told him to come watch. <laughs> no offense, but I'm scrambling this morning to try to get the show ready. There's the Foxhole.app. Do me a favor. When you get time, uh, tell somebody about the Foxhole.app, please. Do me a favor. Please tell them about it, and then click support us there. That's where you can help support the guys behind the scenes as well as the gold pills, which we now get apparently every time we go live a 17 gold pill donation. I'm not quite sure how that works. No one's really informed me about this 17 gold pill donation. I appreciate it very much. Yes. So check it out when you get time. We're also live all over the damn place. We are live on uh, Pill.net, of course, Foxhole, uh, Tiger Network, uh, Tor3.com, uh, DLive, uh, Twitch, Foxhole, and basically every podcast platform you can find. Spotify, Popping, Stitcher, iHeart, Google, all of them. Just search Brothers Uncensored to be able to find us. Previous shows, as always, are on the website, UncensoredAbe.com. That's where you can find it. Cannabis and Combat here yesterday, fun discussion. And Severe Anon, a fire discussion on Friday. If you missed that, I highly recommend you go watch those two shows. Or just don't miss them. Come on, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> newsletters are available. If you so choose to get those alerts, you can find out what happened last week if you missed it or what's coming this week. One simple email a week letting you know what's happening or announcements for special events, which are many are coming soon, by the way. We'll talk about that here in a moment. Foxhole Twitch, YouTube hates us. Fuck them. DLive, CloudHub, and Tiger Network, as we talked about. I uh, appreciate CloudHub and Tiger Network very much for supporting free speech as well. Uh, as always, the links are in the blog, so any kind of links that are important or links to the guest of the show will be put up there. That's where you can find us. Uh, we, de- we need your help. i got to be honest with you. Um, everybody is using the Pilled app and Gold Pills for donations now, which is awesome. I love that everybody is using that. However, no one's using the other ones anymore, which means I don't really get any kind of of your money for like a two week to a month period, depending on how fast it all happens. So if you can, we got a couple events showing up um, and we're going to need your guys' help. We'll talk about that maybe uh, later or, or some other time, but um, we, we are going to need your help. So Patreon, PayPal, Cash App are the ways that you can do that. Um, Pilled is great and I really appreciate it. The reason why we have Pilled is because uh, none of these other platforms support us and keep demonetizing us, which is great. I really appreciate that. And what I was able to do with your guys' help is get this live use solo unit that you can see there. It's online, and it's right here. Here, hold on. I'll see if I can show it to you. No, you can't see it. Never mind. I'm not even going to try. But it's here. 
and it's I'm in the process of getting it worked. But thank you guys. This is a twenty five hundred dollar investment from your guys' money. All of your donations since we've been back from Dallas, straight into upgrading the stream. And I'm a little bit freaked out because now I'm broke. <laughs> so uh, it kind of is what it is. But we're we're gonna continue to do that. Continue to upgrade. We appreciate your guys' support. Don't forget the Brothers Uncensored merchandise is up, and this week only thirty five percent discount. Go to the website or click the link that is dropped there in the chat. It is Underground T-Shirts, Merchandise, Brothers Uncensored, and you can get yourself an I Want My News Uncensored shirt or official Brothers Uncensored logo shirts and hats as well. 35% off this week only. Just put discount code in, Uncensored35, capital Uncensored35. You'll get that discount. Appreciate you guys very much. I meant to update the website yesterday with that discount code. Uh, Remind me, I'll get that done today. Uh, The website that Joe and I do security services for, there are groups today who use violence and intimidation to suppress people's First Amendment rights and their desire to stand up for what they believe in. We stand in the way and ensure American people are protected and and to say and defend what they believe in. First Amendment Praetorian is the security services group that Joe and I work for. We really appreciate all your guys' help. If you want to help support First Amendment Praetorian, go to 1A Praetorian, P-R-A-E-T-O-R-I-A-N.com, and you'll be able to find how you can help us there there is the opener let me let me welcome my bro joe into the show here today and see what is on his mind today joe how are you today bro what's up brother what's up fam uh glad to be here today uh tons of people out there already uh, between foxhole and uh d live and everywhere else as you mentioned woke one kh farmer pilled uh by the rabbit fly free sly park 2020 uh, man, all kinds of one Eagle five D Patriot 1776. Keep true AP nine, eight, eight, nine. Good to see you out there, sir. D Patriot 1776 threw out a cookie where we go one. We go all woke one with another cookie. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Navy vet. Oh man. Good to see you out there, brother. Dolphin. You look hungry, Alan. He just got you a cookie, brother. <laughs> he probably needs a cookie. You noticed I didn't eat this morning, huh? <laughs> KH Farber donated 8,000 gold pills. Thank you, brother. Much love. Really appreciate that. I see our mods out there. Amy Joe. Uh, I know my sister is on her way flying uh, back from Dallas uh, to go uh, see my dad uh, back in Tampa. So I know she's on her way on her way right now and uh, safe travels to my sister. P Tate with the cookie. Thank you. Appreciate that. Navy vet. Oh, man. Uh, FIA news coming out uh, of military Pentagon. Socialist ideology is considered domestic terrorism. Yes, sir. Uh, I did see you drop some info on that. Freedom fighter. Good to see you. Jedi healer, Palladius, and many others out there as well. Thank you guys so much. It's Taco Tuesday, man. So (laughs) we got that going for us for sure today. Um, I know I'm super excited as per usual. We got our buddy, uh, Mark Paquita joining us, Mark, how are you doing today? And what's going on in your neck of the woods there, brother? Well, Joe, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. Um, appreciate you having me on. Things are rolling along here in Columbus, Ohio. And, uh, you know, let's just go with the show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Awesome. Indeed. I appreciate you being here very much, Mark. And, and as well, everyone out there today, appreciate you guys. Today, we got Mark with us. Tomorrow, we got Trisha Flanagan running in New Jersey. Oh, so great. I'm looking forward Tell to that. Say that again? Yeah, she's a good woman. Yeah, she is. I'm really looking forward to talking to Trisha. We're, we're going to continue to bring you guys other great guests uh, that are going to be running for office as well. So looking forward to that. Uh, don't forget, the name for Thursday wants to stay anonymous, Joe and Dawn, just for you guys in the mods, just so you're aware. 
Um, I thought I, I maybe I didn't uh, say that right, but uh, he is a crypto uh, genius. And with everything happening in the crypto markets lately, I kind of want to pick his brain on what's going on. So uh, that will be Thursday. And then I find it here Friday, official DVS 7.0 here on next Tuesday, and then next week's going to be a, a, frustra- a frustrating week for, for travel and everything else. we got that Branson, Missouri event for First Amendment Praetorian that Joe and I are going to be working. We haven't gotten confirmation. That always happens like that, last-minute confirmations and last-minute travel. But uh, as of now, we should be working that event in Missouri. So hopefully everything works out on the funding side of that, and then that'll work. So lots coming, and then other events coming, too, that we're working on behind the scenes. I'm really excited about what the, what's coming, Joe. It's going to be a lot of fun, man. Yeah, I mean, you kind of passed over that live view, and and I mean that that is literally what um, you know regular media uses. So the live streams that we brought you before, uh, this is going to be something that's going to be way over the top. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very it's hard to see, unfortunately, because you're there. It is. Um, it's very cool. This this really gives us a lot of capabilities. Uh, you know, man on the street, or if Abe wants to go out in the middle of nowhere and go fishing. Um, able to go to anybody's events and live stream any events anywhere, anytime. And um, we've already got, you know, some interest. So we're really looking forward to expanding that side of the podcasting and live streaming as well. Yeah. And uh, like I said, you know, you guys know (laughs) we don't take a whole lot of money from, from what you guys give us. The goal is to bring you guys a higher quality stream every time. And so that's what we do. Uh, we bring it back in, you know, take our wives out for dinner every now and then, to help, say thank you for help supporting us and everything the rest. And we hope we get to a point where maybe, you know, I don't know, might be able to to live. <laughs> maybe. Hey, Napkin Nader real quick out there uh, with Gifted a Phone says, Carlos loves tacos, vegan. <laughs> uh, I find it says, love you guys. Keep it up. Love you too, brother. See you Friday. Looking forward to that conversation. Um, and Glenn and everybody else out there, as per usual, the chat's on fire as we start off. Love it. All right. So the business out of the way, Mark, uh, it's been a while because of these events that we've had and stuff. We've had to kind of reschedule you and stuff. So I really haven't had a chance to talk to you, man. So what have you been up to? You've still been going to events, talking to people? Yeah, we've had events almost every night. Um, we've been uh, disrupting uh the just the what i'd call the legacy gop uh talking points and and mantra uh we've got a what i call the big seven disrupt agenda and the big seven items i'll go through later i don't want to do it now but well i'd love to talk about it with people because i think what we what i've done or we've done as a team is distilled what we need to do in this country down to about seven points and i'd really be interested in your feedback and you're right alan we haven't caught up in a long time and we we haven't talked through these so it'll be interesting to get your feedback right because it'll be just raw and uh, raw and uh and and more most importantly not just mine but the second half if you guys want to take some notes on that we'll cover that at the bottom of the hour so we'll just spend about 15 minutes on some topics here and then we'll we'll spend the second half hour on that joe's got a little bit of a news blitz for you we'll fit that in either at the at the 10 minute mark or at the top of the hour and then you if you guys that are going to hang out with us today take notes on these seven agenda items and give us some feedback and some some decisions on what you guys think about it so i would i would definitely want to hear that mark Cool. Thank you. So a couple of things that I want to get through first, though, 
is uh, some of these topics that are pretty interesting. Let me start. Well, I'll tell you what. Let me, let's start with this Antifa thing because this is um, – remember how, Mark, remember how everyone was talking about Antifa as an idea in Congress? Oh, it's just a, it's just a concept. It's just an idea. Right. Well, those of us who have been studying the truth about Antifa – you know, I mean, like if you actually don't just believe what the media wants to tell you and you actually dig a little bit, you'll find some very interesting things, such as this. Let me get this way bigger so I can see it and maybe you can see it. It seems yeah. that they were a little more organized than uh, an idea. Here are the protest roles for Antifa. There are many ways to participate in a protest and support one another. Each fighting our own way, we climb the mountain together. It's such a wonderful statement. Oh, it's just wonderful. First, y'all, Mark. Yeah. Climb that mountain. Yes, climb that mountain of uh, Marxist communism morons. First of all, we have our shield soldiers, frontliners who use wood boards, swim boards, or signs in the form of a first line of defense. Hmm. Okay, so we have our front defense kind of uh, combatters. We have sounds our peaceful. Like, uh, sounds like all those Netflix and Amazon Prime medieval movies, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's the one hundred wow. plus the Game of Thrones plus Dungeons and Dragons. Right, almost, uh, almost like it's an old book that's been used before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Can I move you so I can actually see this? That's great. Okay, uh, peaceful protesters, protesters who don't want to fight, but. Join hand-in-hand with frontliners, sometimes using their phones to film police aggression. Then we have our frontliners, protesters who use umbrellas to guard against projectiles and cameras while keeping hands-free for whenever help is needed. Huh. Then we have our range soldiers, protesters who throw water bottles, umbrellas, and trash to stop from police from advancing. We have our quote-unquote flag bearers who uses uh, signs or a phone to signal protesters when police are advancing or attacking. We have our fire mage, protesters who come prepared to set fires to barricades and throw flammable projectiles. We have our light mage, protesters who use laser pointers to obstruct surveillance cameras, drones, and police visitors, or police visors, excuse me. We have our fire squads, protesters who use water and traffic cones to suppress and extinguish tear gas canisters. This seems quite organized. We even have medics. Yes, you have to have a medic. Protesters, uh, protest supporters who are able to treat injuries, you know, mostly uh, people who work in the healthcare industry lying about COVID. Cop watch. Protesters who support phones to record violent police and document police tactics and weaponry. Got to have those. We have our barricaders. Protesters who, put, who uh, build barricades out of found objects at strategic positions to block oncoming traffic and police. Uh, we have our online comms, our online protesters who use social media apps like Signal and Telegram to report on police strategies and provide protesters with real-time real time strategic updates. And then we have, of course, our designers, protest supporters who make inspiring graphics and helpful infographics or banners. The left can't meme, so they, yeah, anyways. So anyways, Mark, uh, this is a pretty good breakdown of what appears to be quite the organized uh, counterinsurgency radical group uh, that is hell bent on uh, destroying cities, uh, as displayed in Racine, Wisconsin, as displayed in Portland, Oregon, as displayed all over this country. But the, it's interesting to watch how the narrative is spun 
with insurrectionists from the uh, you know from the the right wing, insurrection extremists is what they call us, and domestic terrorists. But these uh, these uh, Black Lives Matter and these militants don't seem to really uh, get any kind of call out by anybody in Congress or in the FBI. It's interesting how that's working, Mark. Yeah. And it doesn't come from either side very much. In other words, the Republicans and the Democrats aren't talking about it to the extent they should be. Jack Prasovic did a great analysis of this maybe a year or a year and a half ago, comparing what's going on here with Antifa and this whole black bloc mentality to what went on with anarchists in Europe. And it's the same exact playbook. And I did some videos when Andy No was getting attacked and all that. They're out, they're out on one of my YouTube channels. But I took, I took the video that he had taken or others had taken, and I zoomed in on, like, this guy. So do you remember the guy that died uh, trying to uh, bomb the propane tanks or whatever at an ICE facility? somewhere in Washington. Well, that guy has been a famous anarchist agitator out on the West Coast for like decades. And I had video of him, you know, with an earbud and he's directing people. You can see what's going on. This is planned. This is an insurgency. This is guerrilla warfare that these people are using and we don't hear anything about it. If these were right-wing, quote-unquote, supremacists, this would, be, this would be front-page news. And there's a lot more of them than there are right-wing uh, white supremacists, right? We, we all know there's yep. about 10,000 white supremacists in the United States. D divide that by 50 states, it's like nothing. Divide it by county, it's certainly nothing. But these Antifa folks and Black Lives Matter... There are tens of thousands of them. This, this is the terrorist threat, the domestic terrorist threat that we should be talking about. Yeah, and until I actually saw that graphic, to be completely honest with you, the color revolution really didn't make sense. Once you see that graphic, the color revolution starts to make sense. And if you totally. look back at January 6th, um, that's exactly what happened. Abe and I were there on the ground and we saw, um, the colors, literally people were wearing colors on their jackets, on their hats. Um, and that way each group could tell what each person's job was. I mean, it, it was, it was fucking completely. It's like epaulets and, and chevrons <laughs> exactly. on, on uniforms. Exactly. So, you know, who's in charge, right? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's interesting that that, uh, you know, that graphic for somebody, you know, out there that wasn't sure what, a, I mean, a color revolution is, I think that pretty much depicts it. I also saw some comments on there about someone said about taking that straight out of the uh, old CIA book, which doesn't surprise me one bit. Right. Um, Chris, I don't know how to get a graphic to you. Um if you can, if you want that graphic, I have it in a couple of discords. Joe can put it out on Gab tonight. And uh, if you want a copy of that, I also have a breakdown of Antifa. Uh, I can send you as well. Um, it's a full breakdown of the organization and how they do stuff. Um, uh, if you want that information, 
feel free to email me, Alan at uncensoredaid.com, and I'll get that to you. Uh, Mark, what we've been talking about this week is uh, how the FBI has been doing a series of setting people up, right? I mean, you got Flynn, oh, yeah. you, you, you got you got Carter Page, you got Papadopoulos, you got uh, a whole string of, of probably 50 to 100 people that Mueller and Weissman set up. Uh, it is clear that our intelligence community and our top cops – um, maybe not all of the lower level people, but the people who freaking have make the decisions are involved in active insurgency against the United States and the United States con- uh, Constitution, as well as any American who wants to stand up for the Constitution. It's clear to me that our FBI and our CIA are not our friends. Yeah, they're totally compromised. And, uh, I will get some pushback on this, but I believe that all of those organizations need to be rolled under the DIA. I'm of the mindset that the DIA, the Defense Intelligence Agency, is the cleanest of all of them. That doesn't mean that there aren't problems because we, we know that the social justice warrior theme has infiltrated the military in every branch. But I do believe that there are more patriots in in the military and the DIA than there are in the NSA, the CIA, the FBI, you name it. Uh, It's like if I had to pick. So I've been talking to a lot of law enforcement officers around um, Ohio as I've traveled. Uh, Many sheriffs. I thought I was going to get a lot of pushback on this. And here's what I say, Sheriff. I absolutely respect your service and what you do. I don't have a lot of respect for federal law enforcement right now. And if I got to Washington, I'd probably have a proclivity to do away with federal law enforcement and recreate it if required, but do away with it if not. And 201, they've said, yeah, I'm with you. No pushback whatsoever. Wow. Okay. That's scary to me. Okay. That they feel it's that bad. So a couple of things, anecdotally. Talking to someone who's on one of these drug interdiction, multi, uh, what do they call a multi jurisdictional task force, undercover guy. Gotcha. Do you realize that and, and I haven't checked this out, but but I believe he's he's given me the straight scoop that Obama rescinded a, an order or put a, an executive order in place contravening some law that when a big interjurisdictional drug bust is done and a lot of assets are seized, that the money used to be shared local, state, federal. Now it all goes to the federal government. So they're like, we bust our butts doing this work. We spend a lot of the taxpayers' money, and we get none of this back. What are they doing with it? Well, they're they're militarizing the the federal police government and turning it into an SES. I mean, let's be real. That's what they're turning it into. They're using it for political purposes to destroy political opponents and people who don't get in line. Yeah, and, 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 I, and, and the other thing I told these guys is these law enforcement officers, and they're senior people, like sheriffs who have been doing this a long, long time. 
some of the ex state police guys that have moved into politics, you know. And uh, I said, I, I might be able to give you the Secret Service and the U.S. Marshals, and and maybe ICE, but the rest need to go. And they're like, oh yeah, ATF, FBI, CIA, NSA, all the. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, there's. There's supposed to be an oversight of our intelligence community, and there's supposed to be what? Now there's 18, 17 or 18 intelligence agencies, uh, you know, and the CIA is one of the lower ring ones. Where's the where's the accountability for these people and these in the, the checks and balances? And that's always been that's what JFK talked about. You know, where's the checks and balances in the IC community? There is none. They just put out whatever the hell they want, such as a IC assessment saying, um, that there that there was no foreign interference in the election. It was limited to Chinese lobbying. Are you fucking kidding me? That's what our IC tells us. Isn't it a little obvious? A little more obvious than there's more than just lobbying that the Chinese government has been doing in the United States. It's laughable. It's a joke, and it's you know it's 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 an exact example of how the Nazis used the police force to make people stand in line. Um, I saw someone say, or Politius say, uh, be, beware of the DIA, uh, <laughs> because, uh, like I said, people were going to argue with me. Yeah. Because that. there's like uh the Clapper was of, a, it's, it's like the best of, of five bad choices. Yeah. Clapper was, uh, was the head of a DIA once, but again, it's more about oversight and where, where is our, our, uh, oversight of it? There is none. Um, let me move to the next topic. Cause I really want to spend the second hour on, uh, on those seven topics, Mark. Um, the next one I got is this Chinese defector. I guess uh, you mentioned, Mark, that Bongino's been doing a lot of work on this, so I think a lot of you probably have already heard this, but the Chinese defector's identity was confirmed. It was a top counterintelligence official. Now, we we did cover this last week, but just quickly, I kind of want to read some of this. We know the name of the Chinese defector that Red State wrote about on June 4th. Uh, been working with the DIA for a few months, and his position within the Chinese military and government was among um, – and was uh, – what – can you can you guys write uh, Matthew Brazil and Jeff Stein at the Spy Talk reported on the rumor and gave the name in the background of the rumor defector Chinese language anti communist media and Twitter are abuzz this week with rumors that the Vice Minister of State Security Don Dong Jingwei that's as close as I can get yeah, I think it's I think I think that's right Dong Jingwei Dong Jingwei uh, defected in mid February flying from Hong Kong to the United States with his daughter. Uh, Dong Dong Yang, Dong is or was a lifetime official in the Chinese Ministry of State Security, also known as uh, Guan Guanabu, whatever. Uh, his his publicly available background indicates that he was responsible for the ministry's counterintelligence efforts in China, i.e., spy catching. So he probably knows about how the United States and Nancy Pelosi and Dianne Feinstein sold out all of our Chinese spies and got them all killed. Thank you very much to our leftist government for destroying any intelligence we had in China. I wonder how much he knows about Hong Kong and what the uh, Chinese government did in Hong Kong to shut down protests as well. Uh, Mark, you were you were talking that you kind of were listening to a lot of the the history behind this and and you know what's happening with this. You got any other nuggets you can throw at us about this that you're aware of? So, if the sources that I've listened to and talked to are accurate this guy has terabytes of information right he's got lots of documents lots of information uh he nails down what happened when those cia 
information sources were uncloaked and exposed and how they were executed uh, by the Communist Chinese Party. He also talks about COVID and what happened there. There were Chinese university students that came back to the United States to ostensibly go back to school early. They were all spies sent over here to look at economic activity, supply chain activity, pharmaceutical activity, how angry the US population was getting. They were sent over early, really early, because like in January, because intelligence in China was afraid of Donald Trump shutting stuff down, right? And do you remember what happened when he finally did shut stuff down at the end of January? What all the Democrats were doing? Oh my God, you're shutting this down. You hate people of color. You hate the Chinese and all the rest. Now, I think he knew his intelligence briefings were probably saying, or someone out of that morass, that swampy morass came to him or got to him and said, listen, these college students are spies. They're reporting back all the time. And we need to stop this. We need to stop them in their tracks. And he was like, done. We're shutting down the border, right? But he got, you remember, tremendous pushback. You're a xenophobe. You're a homophobe. You're a transphobe. You're a phobe-phobe. You're whatever. Yeah. It's crazy. He was spot on. He's been wrong about zero times. Not surprised. Not surprised. And you know the he, again, the the amount of coverage that this has gotten in the in the main press. This should be a, na- a national news story, talking about how uh, Feinstein and Pelosi got our, all of our spies killed, uh, probably with the help of Clintons as well. I mean, it's just it's a mess. Um, and no one wants to talk about it. So it's just another, just another example of, uh, why we do what we do. Uh, last topic. And then I want to get to your, uh, big seven agenda leaked documents from Iowa school. This, this comes, comes to us from Joe. Great find here, Joe. Um, uh, leaked documents from the Iowa school system show teachers are forced to classify, make America great again as a type of racism and white supremacy. This is done through mandatory critical race theory training forced on teachers at the taxpayer's expense. Trump won Iowa by plus nine points, don't forget. Um, And this is the breakdown. I think many of you guys probably have seen this before, the white overt white supremacy. It talks about the neo-Nazis and and the rest and fearing people of color and don't blame me, I never owned slaves. It's all this, this bullshit that they're throwing down the throats of our children as a version of brainwashing. Then we have the denial of racism, the n- denial of white privilege. Uh, correct. Yes, those are two fallacies created by the government to divide people. School to prison pipeline, and there's some truth to that. Uh, Make America Great Again and Confederate flags are on the overt white supremacy and socially unacceptable range of what can be said here in America. But you're allowed to racial to talk about racial profiling. So there's that. This is just, Mark, what, do we, what can we do to stop critical race theory from infecting our, our children's minds? 
So, by the, way, by the way, real quick before you start, um, Trump won. Uh, by the way, that state by nine points. Just saying, it was Iowa. or yeah, Iowa. He won. Yeah, he won no. it huge, and and the fact that they you know come out to attack him in this way just really goes to show how bad he got attacked that four years he was in. Sorry, go ahead, Mark. Yeah, I I think you attack critical race theory by studying critical race theory. In other words, you fight fire with fire, but their fire is fake fire, right? They've got battery operated candles and we have real candles. So this critical race theory thing, and I won't spend a lot of time on this, but it goes back to something called critical theory that was made up fictional theory in terms of social sciences, science, sciences by Marxists before Hitler in Frankfurt, Germany, which is why they call it the Frankfurt School. And it's not the Frankfurt School like a school, it's a Frankfurt School of Thought, okay? And when Hitler saw it, he said, this is poisonous to me because it's designed to take down anybody that doesn't agree with them. So whether you're a fascist, a, a socialist, a communist, a capitalist, they've got this theory that can be, be morphed into a weapon to divide people, inject the way they want you to think, and absolutely flatten any other kind of thinking. It's kind of a cult mentality. And when Hitler kicked them out of Germany, guess where they landed? Columbia University in New York, which is, you know, admittedly the, yeah. the start of <laughs> injecting liberal progressive ism with John Dewey into our education system back during Woodrow Wilson. People are like, how did this happen so fast? It didn't. <laughs> yeah. It was a century and a quarter. <laughs> if you look at the history, it's crazy. Infiltration instead of invasion. It's been a plan that has been in place for a long time, starting with the Great Society, no doubt about it. Amy Joe says we need deplorable phobe phobe t shirts. <laughs> deplorable what was that? Phobe phobe. I'm oh. a phobe phobe of a phobe phobe of a deplorable phobe. Phobe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome cage farmer god bless you brother thank you man i appreciate you big time man man he he wants he wants t-shirts man he's right? like i want t-shirts we were on we were i was on a fishing stream <laughs> yesterday and we made a t-shirt called uh eat it or die i said why don't you carry your sidearm if the fish don't eat and he started laughing he goes i need a t-shirt that says eat it or die with a fish with a gun to his head <laughs> so that's gonna be my fishing t-shirt going forward anyways um i i, I digress the big seven agenda, Mark. Let's go through them. Let's uh, first identify the seven, and then let's go through so, them one by one. So here, here, here's the thing. You know I'm a policy want, Like, I've been studying this stuff for years. Absolutely. And finally, I'm like, screw it. I'm going to run and use this stuff. That's why I want to pick your so, brain. Yep, definitely. So here are the seven things I believe we need to do to fix the country. One, we need to defend the country. Okay, and I'm going to run through these really quick. I'm not going to give you any con con commentary that we can talk about. Okay. Defend the country, fix education, restore constitutional rights, crush the deep state and swamp. 
America, and in my case, Ohio first, restore election integrity, and shrink government. Those are the seven. And I kind of took the, the lead, if you will, off the Constitution and some criticism from my campaign team, especially one person who will go unnamed, but I love him to death, but he is the harshest critic I have next to me personally. But that's why I love him because he's willing to stand up to me because I can be a jerk when people like criticize me because it's not like I can't take the criticism but I'm into the intellectual exchange about around, are you committed to the criticism you're giving me or is it just some line that you picked up somewhere else, right? And, and this is a fair, very fine line of distinction that people get all like wrapped around an axle about. But so those are the seven things. And I've got to give everybody on my team credit for it in distilling what we're trying to do. Yeah. And we have plans around every one of those seven. So, so define, define, defend the country. You're talking militarily, you're talking borders, language, culture. What are you talking? Yes. I'm talking any way and every way. Okay. So it's the way I put it is we need to have the, the best trained best equipped, best funded, most lethal armed forces in the world. And we need to pray to God that we never have to use them. It's a deterrent, right? But by God, if we have to use them, we will. And we will rain down hellfire on anybody that screws with us, right? I think now, uh, President Trump uh, put a perfect example of how the country can be secured border-wise, right? Uh, whether it be border-wise or uh, influx from other countries, I think that I think there's the, the the groundwork is laid for that. The groundwork is also laid for a strong military policy by what Trump did using basically the doctrine of Ronald Reagan. I think those things are common sense policies that most Americans appreciate being put in place with common Correct. sense solutions. Correct. And and so there's the military, but there's also the border, right? So protecting the U.S. is we have invaders that want to damage us, right? They want to attack us, whether it be missiles or whatever. So we need the best technology to intercept Interballistic or uh, interballistic missiles, interballistic, intercontinental, intercontinental ballistic missiles. Actually, more right. more importantly, low range uh, uh, hyperdrive missiles. Right, right, right. And yeah, the the nonsense that that Putin talked about, but doesn't have, but will have at some point, right? Yep. Stealth technologies where we've got a low, slow flying like cruise missile that's absolutely invisible to radar and things like that. We have those technologies and we need to protect those technologies. That's part of the whole defend the country. And, and then, of course, there's the border and all the rest. And then there's cybersecurity, which we actually do a pretty good job of, but don't, I don't, I think, utilize enough and fund enough. I know, I know enough about this stuff to be dangerous, but I've talked to people and the, 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 
dirty little secret about this business is when you launch your mother of all bombs, that's it. You can't use it again. You use it once, everybody understands what it is. So it's like it, it has accelerated the development of new weapons. Let's put it that way. And these weapons are software weapons, right? To yeah. get into utility grids and things like that. Yeah, cyber so, defense yeah, too is a, yeah. is a big one. Yeah. Um, uh, one suggestion, instant feedback from chat. Uh, I would put le- election integrity on the top of the list. What can we do to fix our elections? So election integrity is in there. Those weren't, Chet, those weren't in any kind of um, gotcha. priority order because I think they're all important. Yeah. And we're try- we were trying to be cute about lining them up with the word disrupt. It's the big seven disrupt agenda. And R is restore election integrity. Nice. We, so, so there's, I think there are two things we need to do with election integrity. One to restore election integrity, we need to do a full forensic audit with a full hand recount of the 2020 presidential election, every state, okay? And two, we need to have no machines going forward, full paper ballot vote, vote hand counted, counted by humans. And I've done the math. 150,000 people across the United States working one 40-hour week can do a duplicate count, absolutely come up with the error-free, not 90, not, not five nines, but 100% accurate count of the vote. That's less than 50 people a county, and that is using a data entry number in terms of productivity, that's four times the average data entry person. So in other words, if you got people who were on average doing the data entry at the speed data entry, people do it with low error rates, we'd need 12 or 13 people a county and we'd be done in a week. Would you wait a week for absolutely 100% verifiable locked in? Yes. I don't need the results on election night. I need right. to know that the election is results are are solid. TV and cable news need the election results that night to sell ads. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't yep. sell ads of people sitting there counting ballots for a week. That's we need that's to have. We need we need to have an official government monitored election system that tells us. The results from the states, from the state commissioners, not from the mainstream media, an independent outlet that shows that we can all go to that shows the results as they come in or whenever they get released or whatever it may be. But I don't I don't want the mainstream media ever telling me again who won Arizona before it's even started finished voting. Exactly. And and, and again, though, that kind of information needs to be made public at the same time for everybody yeah right which is these disclosures by government i've been saying this a long time we need to make it illegal to not if you're going to disclose to the press you need to disclose to the public at the same time right because our press is compromised so there needs to be one dissemination point for information not 50 yeah and I'm going to suggest it should be 
a government website that's available to everybody, right? Not, I'm going to send an email with an MP4 to someone in the press and then five hours. Secretary of State sends a certified report from him. Somebody who is an official in election commission sends it to the the website. The website, all it does is log and show what the Secretary of State's right. reported. That's it. Right. I don't. I don't need anybody right. else to disseminate the information. All I need is the information. Yeah. I'm glad. This Edison I'm really, system and all the rest. It's all yeah. corrupt nonsense. I'm really glad to hear you say that election integrity is important to you, and not just election integrity, but the 2020 election integrity. That you see the left pushing yeah. this. Oh, just get over it. It's over. No, no. Fuck you. No. No. And I've heard also heard Republicans saying, well, we just need to give it up and just vote in 2022. And Donald Trump, President Trump, said it on Hannity the best. So you're going to expect the Democrats to fix the election integrity problem yeah. that you're going to have in 2022? I don't think so. Right. Right. Yep. And, and my evidence for why this or that this is so screwed up is why are they fighting these audits so vigorously? Yeah. Why doesn't the left want the truth to come out? If you believe that the way you managed voting was pristine, you should be happy to have people come in and look at your voting record, right? I, I just don't. You I would, don't understand you would think. why. I mean, I mean, honestly, Americans, regular the, Americans don't get it. The mainstream media did an effective job of discrediting the Navarro report, and I'm telling you, people who actually go read the Navarro report and then do a little bit of research and background on what they see in there, you don't have to take it for what it's worth. Go ahead, do a little bit of digging. See what you can find. Actually read the affidavits. The mainstream media did a great job of censoring and and discrediting the Navarro report, but there it's all laid out in there for anyone to just go do their own research on, and it is very effective at showing not one, not even two, but dozens of different strategies used in dozens in every different state to make sure that specific races were affected. Uh, this right. was very coordinated by somebody. Multifaceted, highly distributed voter fraud. Yep. It wasn't just machines. It wasn't just absentee ballots. It wasn't just mail-in ballots. It wasn't just phantom voters. It was all of them everywhere in small doses. If you do that in every precinct, right, 50, 100 votes, you win the election. And and it, it comes from... The Democrats understanding the Bush versus Gore ruling by the Supreme Court, which essentially said, we know you have 240 or 250 votes in Broward County, but you we can't take that and extrapolate it across every county. You've got to find all the fraudulent votes. And once the Democrats realize that, they're like, we just need to kill them with geography. If I mean, we do it everywhere, there's no way they'll be able to figure this out. It will take them months and months and months. And by the time they figure it out, we'll have been in office for 200 days. Well, I mean, not only that, but <laughs> um, they literally destroyed evidence. I mean, I mean, there's there's no shortage of, of them trying to subvert any kind of truth coming out. Uh, we're, oh, already, yeah. we're already at 10 minutes to the top of the hour. Fixed education we've talked about. Restore our rights. 
Um, <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, where do you, where do you start there? <laughs> well, one A, we start at one A and two A, but yeah. it really has to do with so one A social media censorship of conservatives. You guys know I've already written a bill. It's out on my website. It's in Senate format. Boom, drop it on the leader's desk first day. If I can't get someone in Washington to drop it earlier, I, I have no, uh, uh, what do you call it? I have no, um, uh, oh, I forget the uh, the term I want to use, but I don't care that it's mine. I have no pride of authorship. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Not, so, not worry about the credit. Just want to. Let's just yeah. do it. Right. Yeah. And secondly, on the second amendment. I've already said I want to table a piece of le- I want to put out a piece of legislation that basically uh, enhances or articulates what is already a constitutional right to bear arms. In other words, this is almost a specious piece of legislation that is just kind of like the crossword puzzle hint thing, yeah. right? That says constitutional carry is legal in all 50 states and oh by the way if you're a state or a locale and you put in some kind of limitation to that your laws are null and void yeah right if we had constitutional carry and i'm not sure if most people know what constitutional carry is but it's essentially you can carry open or you can carry concealed as long as you have a right to have a firearm with no penalty if you get caught, right? So right now, if I have a CCW, a concealed carry uh, permit, and I I go to Chicago and I've got my weapon on me loaded and I go into a neighborhood and I get caught, I go to jail and it's a felony. It isn't some misdemeanor, it's a freaking felony. Yeah. Okay. That can actually happen within Ohio, depending on how you officer pulls you over. You're supposed to tell him immediately, I'm a concealed carry permit holder and my weapon is in my glove box or wherever, and it's loaded. If you say, hey, officer, I have a concealed carry permit, they can arrest you for that. And it, there was a case similar to that that happened up in Northern. It's why I went through the training and I never got my CCW. Yeah. Right. Because I was concerned that I'd do something stupid like that. We shouldn't have to be that concerned about a constitutional right. So anyway, that's that's my point yeah, on that. I completely agree. And, and you know, nine eleven. Yeah. Let those locales and states fight us at the Supreme Court on that. Yeah, I want to see that. I do too. I, I we we have very strong gun rights to the Supreme Court. Your the nine eleven took away my personal. I was affected by this several times. A right to uh, to have a right against illegal search and seizure and due process. It, it, you can yeah, argue I, they're all just the same as far as the yeah, direct thanks. attack on our rights, but they all need to be addressed. Right. You go through my freaking luggage. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, what, whatever happened to, um, you know, innocent until proven guilty, that the due process rights and our rights to legal Fourth Amendment rights in this country have been destroyed, and they've been doing it step by step by step. That's why they're going after the second and the first now, because once and you get rid of those. Who, guess who authored a lot of that legislation? Republicans. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Republicans. Quote unquote Republicans. Republicans in name only. Yeah, the same Republicans that destroyed our immigration system and made it uh, uh, an incentive for people to come here. Uh, Election integrity, you want to shrink the size of government. Where do you start there? It's easy. The enumerated powers that that go to the federal government and the Constitution are few. It's protect the country, foreign relations. That I, I submit that includes foreign trade interstate commerce and coining money. I'm going to, this is a stretch, a common currency, but I think, you know, we don't want to have 50 currencies. One currency is good. That's it. Everything else goes. Okay. So I've already said piece of legislation, second piece of legislation after social media censorship, defund the department of education, department of labor. How do you get rid of the deep state? You defund the agencies there's in they're in. You don't have to say, is Alan a deep stater? Is Joe a deep stater? Is Mark a deep stater? You just get rid of them all, say, go to the private sector, get a job. That's number one. Number two is we need to repeal, abolish, or radically change the Administrative Procedure Act of 1946. Absolutely. Right? That's what allows the executive branch to have these literally Guantanamo military, Guantanamo military tribunals, no due process, no right to a jury trial, no right to a speedy trial. They grind you down. They're doing exactly what Alexis de Tocqueville, who loved America, he was a commentator on our democracy, our representative democracy, by the way, not a pure democracy, representative democracy for good reason, Tyranny of, the, tyranny of the majority. He would be rolling in his grave right now seeing what we're doing because he said, basically, I love you guys because you're not doing what Europe does, which has this huge bureaucracy, which just grinds people down. And what's happening right now? We're getting ground down by this bureaucracy and it's time to stop it. Yep, I it's I mean the oversize of the government has been the beginning of uh the agenda starting with um you know turning a a safety net which we all believe that we they should have a hand up for people who need it a safety net for people turning that idea into social welfare making people dependent on the government is the worst policy America has ever implemented Medicare, Medicaid, a a simple kind of procedure for people who need the help at a certain income level. Yes, we all agree we should lift up people who need help. However, what the great society has done to this country has turned it into the foundation of socialism instead of freedom. Absolutely. Absolutely. My doc, my my GP just passed away at a really young age, and it, it, it like breaks my heart because he and I like were tight. And I would say to him, what do we need to do about this? And he's like, Mark, the answer is we need to go back to doing what we did when we were kids. Your parents had a hospitalization, Blue Cross Blue Shield policy. That took care of you have an acute problem and you go to a hospital. Everything else you handled with your doctor by cash. I had a doctor, his name was Dr. Heiner, Titusville, New York. 
uh, Titusville, New Jersey. I'm sorry. You'd go to him and he'd treat you, but he also had like a mini pharmacy and he'd give you the drugs there the, the in little white packets. And you, it'd be like $2. It was some like nominal fee. And so we never went to the pharmacy. We just went to Dr. Heiner and everything was taken care of. It wasn't like my parents who were lower middle-class people, right? They, they weren't like, oh my God, Dr. Heiner's bill, we're gonna be like a bankrupt. It was just like, uh, we gave them 20 bucks and the kids got antibiotics and we're good. Never heard an argument about that, Yeah. right? So yeah. anyway. No, I get it. I mean, it's, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot more we could talk to too, but we're already at the top of the hour mark. So if you want to take a quick break, uh, we, now's the time to do that. We're going to do a quick advertisement, Joe's news blitz. So if you want to hang for that, we'll get to Joe's rapid fire segment. News. Uh, we'll, we'll get through that and let Joe, uh, march through that as quick as possible. And then if there's any discussion we need about any of those, we'll do that after Joe gets done. All right. Uh, let's see. Rise Attire, yeah, let's do the normal uh, ad today. Rise Attire, USA.com is the official show sponsor of Brothers Uncensored and UncensoredAve.com. We appreciate you guys very much for your support, as always. Without them, we couldn't uh, be here doing this for you. So we appreciate your guys' support. And we believe that uh, Rise Attire's website will be back up very soon, so we're looking forward to that as well. Quick minute and a half of your time, Joe's News, or Joe's Rapid Fire segment, and then uh, your guys' call. Stand by. We've reached a pivotal moment in the Great Awakening. Culture was hijacked and weaponized a long time ago, but now, we see it as the final battlefront of the information war of good versus evil. So, get in. We're hijacking it back for the cause. Here at Rise Attire, we spit on the garbage narratives of mainstream media propaganda. It's a means to an end for the agenda of the corporate elite globalist cabal. Welcome to Clown World. It's all a fake joke. But you're not. You are real. So, recognize us? We are Rise Attire and we've got the solution for all your based apparel needs. We do premium, top shelf, cut and sew apparel that's 100% made in America and 100% evil free. Guaranteed. Mimetic messaging and dope style will have you maneuvering through clowns with swagger in no time. Plant red pills in the minds of normies, attract more base people into your life, and give a big middle finger to the system. Go to RiseAttireUSA.com now. Repping truth never looks so good. Rise proudly sponsors Brothers Uncensored. Use promo code ABEWAVE for 10% off your first purchase. RiseAttireUSA.com. We appreciate them very much. And we're looking forward to those guys getting uh, their stuff uh, back going again. I mean, it's just it's amazing how they will target... Uh, the advertisers. It's the it's the uh, it's the playbook of the left. If you, if you want somebody to shut them up, target the advertisers. I got news for you, morons. I'll do this for free, and I've done it for free for basically three and a half years. So kiss my ass. You're not going to shut us up. Uh, Joe's rapid fire segment. Let me get that loaded up. I got to hear the guns, and then we'll get Joe. Stand by.
Yes, the guns of Navarone, I like to call them. Joe, what do you got for us today in the rapid-fire segment? All right, I'll try to fly through this as quick as possible. Just a quick comment out there uh, in chat, uh, and I forgot who said it uh, off the top of my head. Oh, it was uh, Freedom Fighter. Trump has not conceded yet. You're absolutely right on that 100%. Uh, Mindy Robinson has been doing some good work. Uh, We had her on the show. Uh, If you missed that, definitely go check that out. And uh, she actually sent me this yesterday, and I love what they're trying to do here in Nevada. Uh, She says, I've been working with a nonpartisan group in Nevada to force an audit using our state constitutional right. This week officially replies, uh, official replies began arriving from the state officials from various counties, threatening the individuals mailing in notarized demands for an audit with misdemeanors, felonies, and jail time, stating the documents we sent failed to comply with their requirements. Not that they state how or why, but uh, this is actually out of the DC Patriot, uh, and I'll drop this in chat. She goes into some pretty good details uh, about what they're trying to do there in Nevada, and it's really, really good stuff there. Again, as Mark asked the question, what are they trying to hide? Exactly, exactly. Uh, This one was out of D.C. Patriot as well. Trump organization sued New York City on Monday for canceling its contract uh, to run a golf course in the Bronx earlier this year. A uh, A move, it said, was politically motivated and should be reversed. The Trump organization is a group of about 500 businesses and 500 business entities of which former President Donald Trump is the sole or principal owner of. We know that they're going to go after him in every way, shape, possible they can. And this is just another way they're going at him. This out of the FCCED, former Markham Mayor, uh, Markham Mayor David Webb Jr. was sentenced Tuesday uh, two years in federal prison for taking nearly $300,000 in bribes, including from one developer who left coffee cups stuffed with cash in the mayor's office. This stuff just doesn't happen. I don't get it. I don't get it. So interesting. That was the only drop out of the FCCED uh, today. Uh, Navy vet threw this at me. Uh, This one, uh, very interesting as well. The U.S. government has seized dozens of U.S. website domains connected to Iran, including Press TV, linked to what the U.S. says are disinformation efforts, a U.S. national security official told CNN. So that's super interesting. I wonder why they would seize um, the uh, the press there. Hmm. Could it be it's a propaganda outfit for terror organizations? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Or, or maybe it's not. Maybe it's just the opposite. It could be. It could be. Maybe they're know. freedom threat fighting organizations that Iran has said we need put out of business. Could be. I don't know anything about, um, it says, apart from press TV, U.S. government's noticed, notices are seen on the website domains of Al Alam News Network and Al Mashira Yemeni TV. So I don't know anything about either one of those, but super interesting either way. Um, also interesting, I know. And, Ava, and you know, we've got the issues in Yemen, right? That people are all upset about. Yeah. yeah. So it seems to me that this might be not, this might be nefarious and not, um, 
what's the opposite of nefarious? Uh, well, they're you know you know how Iran uses their media news outlets to spread basically uh, radical agendas to uh, you know kill Americans and kill Yemenis and kill you know Israel. So there's there's no shortage of uh, radical propaganda coming out of the Iran regime. Right, you can't trust anything. Exactly. Exactly. Speaking of which, Georgia makes massive discovery. Um, Georgia's action to possibly remove over 100,000 names from voter rolls is, in fact, standard legal procedure. You can rest assured it was quickly become yet another weapon to uh, wield in the Democrats' battle to convince Americans that the election integrity is literal systematic racism somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wait, you mean people that move out of the state or die should be taken off of voter rolls? What a concept. Oh, man, what an idea. Uh, DeSantis, how could I not talk about him? This was amazing over the weekend. Um, Says that he is preparing to put on the full armor of God to fight against leftism. Where have we heard that before? Uh, This was during the weekend's Faith and Freedom Coalition's uh, Road to Majority Conference. Um, I just I just love everything that DeSantis is doing. Uh, as we know, if you do a little quick search in the uh, the Q app for full armor of God, it's talked about very much so. Very interesting indeed. Uh, thermostats in Texas homes are being accessed remotely and turned up due to an energy so- shortage. This was out of Zero Hedge. Um, you know, this this you got to kind of think about. I mean, they can just randomly access. Uh, your smart uh, thermostat and just adjust it for you because they're having they're having what they call shortages two years ago about smart meters and what they can do they can monitor every device that is on in your house and then smart uh, uh, technology can be easily manipulated by nefarious people and or uh, country companies like this i mean it's why people don't believe in this stuff and, and just continue to allow themselves to have Amazon Echoes who record their conversations and all of this technology that is so nefarious in their homes, it just it never ceases to amaze me. You should you should see my girlfriend and I on a Friday night after a few glasses of wine talking to Alexa. <laughs> I did, like Jeff Bezos, hey, we just want to talk to you about the fact that you're a communist, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, but more my... importantly than that, you do realize that there were some election integrity claims having to do with the wireless connectivity of um uh, thermostats in polling places in Georgia. In other words, they were like wireless hotspots. Oh, that was the the uh, problem with the uh, the heat and stuff, huh? Go ahead, Joe. Finish yeah, that and us. it's true. Like, this is all true. Yep. They do have this stuff. I got you. Let me let Joe finish up here, and we'll get to more. Great. Dude, check this out. In case you're wondering what's going on at the border. Nothing to see here. Is that like meth? Just a train. Just a train with what's falling out of it. Uh, it looks like some bottles, maybe, you know, some water. And then, of course, maybe if you got to piss, where are you going to piss? Jeez. You know what I mean? Yep. So this is transporting. Them. Oh, wait, you got people in there, too. Oh. Yep, that's correct. 
right in the train itself coming out of what's it like a grain bin or something? Is that what that is? Like for grain for farmers? Yeah, or sugar. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's two guys that end up climbing out of this thing. Uh, I just thought, that, <laughs> you know, we talk about the border and how important it really is. And that just wow. goes to show you right there how fucking important that the border really is. A couple more real quick, guys. Oregon rancher who led a standoff against the federal government is running for the governor of Ohio or Idaho. And I know that Bundy name rang. Uh, uh, um, Amon Bundy is his name. I knew it rang a bell. I, remember I hope he wins. God bless the Bundy family. Well, here yeah. I got a I got a problem, dude. In 2018, Buddy uh, Bundy made headlines for his defense of some migrant refugees in light of what he thought was extreme generalizations made by President Donald Trump. Facing fierce uh, bash backlash for his comments, Bundy denounced the warmongers who accused him of being soft on the threat from migrant refugees. He also angered many in 2020 when he planned to attend a Black Lives Matter demonstration to support the defunding of police. Now, really, this is is, is any of that true. This is out of Blaze Media. Now, that's this is exactly what I talked about with my buddy who's in Idaho and Subpack Vet, if you're out there, because I mentioned to this to him last night and he immediately said what Abe did. Oh, man, I hope he gets in. And I was like, dude, did you read this article? Now, obviously, we're going to specifically dig on each one of those situations and see what we can come up with before we make any kind of any kind of accusations. But I will tell you this much. Um, the guy that's in there now, what's his name? Little or something? I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Greg Little. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, whatever his name is, that's in there now is a complete rhino piece of shit. Um, so we need to get him out one way or another. How do you feel about him, Joe? <laughs> Joe, wrap it up here. You got several callers waiting. Yep, and just a couple other things about the audit. Um, Stacey Abrams making all kinds of money, and that's all I had for you guys. Good stuff, Joe, as always. Definitely some top-notch information. You know how I hate to make people wait, and there's already uh, three hopping in there, and there's already more that are talking about coming. So I appreciate it, Joe. Good stuff, as always, from the rapid fire. Yep, yep, no problem. Back to you guys. Uh, Amy Joe says current is the uh, is the guy. Yeah, I want to do more digs on yeah. Bundy. I mean, I, you make the assumption that his family, um, you know, ta- taught the whole family right, but I guess you, we need to uh, not just uh, take the name for what it is and do a little bit more digging on him. I agree with you on that, Joe. Yeah, I was like I said, I was super like I I thought the same thing, actually, because I remember hearing the story about what he did previously. And then I read the story and I was like, wait a minute. Now, something doesn't add up here either. Big ranches love that cheap labor, too. So, (laughs) oh, well, I mean, yeah, you make a point. Go ahead, brother. Glenn, good to see you. How are you today? Oh, you're muted or I can't hear you or something. Had the other button. Hey, there you go. That's better. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Hi, Joe. Hey, hey uh, Mark. Uh, Bundy, that was going back to the Bundy Ranch standoff with the federal government and then uh, the takeover of the uh, National Wildlife. Uh, 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 it started when their when their their cattle were were seized, right, basically. Right. I mean, that's that's where the foundation of it was. Uh, land then, rights in America being under attack. But yeah, we're. That, but on federal yeah. property, right? Supposedly, yeah. What they claimed is federal property. Right. And then uh, the dad got shot uh, and killed out in the woods. Dad was murdered. That was murdered, yes. It, it was a sniper from the woods. I remember that video very well. Yep, they, yep. Had a, they had a drone. 
Uh, in Texas, the thermostats, that whole thing goes back to a program that you had to sign up for to uh, for them to do that. So the people that got their thermostats turned up signed up for the program to have their thermostats turned up. Yeah. They did, they, but they did have to sign up for it. It was voluntary. Right. Right. They didn't have to, to sign up free thermostat. I'd be curious to see how many of them were aware like, that they were yeah. giving up their rights to their thermostat. I don't, I don't like know I've that that's. Done, and I've been tracking yeah. mine. You know how they sell that stuff. They just, they add it in with your service automatically when you turn on the smart meter or whatever. So yeah, I know my, my gas company wanted me to get a free thermostat too. And I said, no, uh, they got the vote going on on HR one now, SR one, whatever it is. Are they? Yeah, it's, it's, it's stalled right now in the Senate. Um, and from here's one for you. Uh, my consensus vote is Trump is still president. <laughs> Mark, we had a discussion yesterday about consensus science, and we decided that we were going to participate in consensus science and decide who the president actually is and just live in that world and make the left live in that world. And if they don't like it, then they're a bigot and a racist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> If someone says this is settled science, what that means is I have no argument and I'm just declaring myself the winner, right? Right. It happens all the time and it's it's actually it's I'm going to I want to say it's entertaining but it's not. It's not intellectually challenging at all. I would much prefer someone coming after me saying, you don't understand the general welfare clause. And we, and I'm, I'm into this with a guy on uh, Facebook who's in my congressional district, even though it doesn't matter if it's statewide race, but he makes some good points about the general welfare clause. And I come back and say, well, you need to look at the cod fisheries, you know, uh, debate and all the rest. And so we're getting into it heavy. And I think a lot of people are learning things because of it. But the rest of this stuff is just like, it's mumbo jumbo, right? Yeah. Yep. 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 The way the mainstream media portrays it and all the rest, like they're not going to have, they're not going to have one tenth the intellectual discussion or interchange or intercourse that we're going to have here. Yeah. Well, they don't want that. They don't want any kind of discussion about what they want to believe. Glenn, what's your next one? Okay. Uh, constitutionally, Mark, states cannot print money. They can only coin it. Constitution. I thought it was the other way around. I thought the no, only no, no. State, states cannot print money. They can only coin it. What about what's what the about difference? the federal government? Wait, wait, what's the difference between printing money and coining money? Printing money is the paper money. You can print, uh, you can make coin. In other words, a state can go out and say, "Okay, I'm going to make a million dollar coin to pay off my debt." But I think back then, the thought of a coin was it's going to be made of a precious material and it's going to be worth the value of whatever it is. Right, right. That was the idea back then. But yeah. so and that, constitu- so that's why I say the whole like common 
national currency and coin like there's coinage mentioned in the constitution i'm gonna have to go back and do more research on this but well basically it's I turned into this is a this is a, a dicey constitutional uh i think that's right. over in like uh article four or article five of the constitution basically what they've turned it into is uh illinois pension system is now their voice version of the coin what do you else you got for us glenn okay uh mark what are you going to do about the 2A routine where states are not going with Article 4, Sections 1 and 2? So explain in detail for people. For, everybody out, for people out there watching. Article 4 is all states' rights and how if you have a judgment in one state, it applies to all other states. So in other words like your driver's license you get a judgment from the state saying you have this driver's license it's valid all the other states will uh, 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 honor it so you get a gun license in one state it should be under article 4 sections 1 and 2 allowed in all other states reciprocally right okay so I think you're looking at this differently than I would I would look at that right as a constitutional federal right, okay? It's not the God-given right of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, but it's one of those rights granted in the Constitution to right. everybody unequivocally, right? right? So my point is that I would, so I believe constitutional carry, in other words, having a weapon with no restrictions whatsoever on carrying that weapon, concealed, not concealed, a, a quote-unquote assault weapon, not assault weapon. Right. Whatever, those, whatever it is, as yeah. long as you are able to carry it legally. Right. And, and when, when we're talking about able to carry it legally, it has to be something egregious, like you're severely mentally ill and you might, might harm someone. Or right? you're a felon. Or you're a felon. Okay, thank you. Or you committed treason, but in that case, you probably shouldn't be around. So my point is that I would table legislation that would simply be probably a resolution that would say, the Second Amendment is the law of the land. Let's further <laughs> let people know that any law enacted by a state or local government that impedes the Second Amendment is now nullified. Right? Okay, Abe, you just looked at Article 4. What do you say? I'm I'm on the coin thing, so let me know when you want to <laughs> oh, get the back coin to thing. that. Oh, the coin thing. I thought, <laughs> I thought you either misspoke or I misheard you. So... Section 8, Congress has the power to lay and collect taxes, duties, impose excises, the rest, to to, to regulate commerce, to establish uniform rule of naturalization, to coin money, regulate the value thereof and of foreign coin, and fix the standard of weights and measures. That's the power of Congress. When you go over to uh, Section 10, no state uh, – where did I have it? Um, no state shall, with the consent of Congress, where is it? No preference should be given. No tax or, let's see, no capitalization, no bill. I, I had it. 
It's there. Oh my. No state shall print money. Okay. No state shall enter into a treaty alliance or confederation, grant letters of mark, marquee, marquee. and appraisal, coin money, emit bills of credit, make a thing, uh, make anything but gold and silver coin in tender of payment of debt. So, more specifically, they can create gold and silver to pay debts. That's why I kind of misheard you, Glenn, but go ahead. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, um, Mark, I've got to disagree with you on the paper ballots. I can I can you pause one second, guys? We sure. Hold on, let me see what Heels Up says. Kamala. Every single Senate Republican just voted against starting debate, starting debate on legislation to protect Americans' voting. Yes. Yeah! The Republican minority has launched a nice. Even the dogs in on this. <laughs> Every Republican member no of Senate stood against the, right the left fixing future re- future uh, elections to, to make sure that a Republican can never win again. Gee, Rob why Portman, do you think they voted Rob against it? Chucky Portman the clown had to be in the restroom. Republican Rob had to be in the restroom. Say that again. Let me, let me hear what Chucky the Clown has to say here. Stand by one. Years, capitalizing on and catalyzed by Donald Trump's big lie. These state governments are making it harder Donald for younger, Trump. poor, he's not urban, and non-white Americans he's not around. to vote. Earlier today, the Republican leader told reporters that, quote, regardless of what may be happening in some states, there's no rationale for federal intervention. The Republican leader flatly stated that no matter what the states do to undermine our democracy, voter suppression laws, phony audits, partisan takeovers of of local election boards, the Senate should not act. My colleagues, my colleagues, if senators 60 years ago held that the federal government should never intervene to protect voting rights, this body would have never protected, passed the Voting Rights Act. You're a fucking such a lying piece of shit, dude. It has fucking nothing to do with voting rights. I'm so sick and tired of his bullshit lies. I can't even freaking right. listen to him, dude. Article I 2, Section 1. I want to see the picture from the drone up in the dome on how many people are actually there listening to this guy. It's probably all Democrats and not who, even all of them. Who the hell actually believe, has not read enough of S1 to understand that it is the left attempting to fix future elections? Right, it's, it's, right. it's so obvious to everybody. Then they just live in this false world of reality where they spin a narrative and shove it down the throats of America and use the mainstream media. And they think we're just going to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, boy, we Republicans don't yeah, want to yeah. have future election integrity. Fuck you, you piece of shit. Yeah, as Dan Bonchita would say, yeah, it's a conspiracy theory. Article uh, 2, Section 1, the states shall, as state legislatures shall maintain the vote. Real right. simple. Good Real stuff. Simple. Glenn, I appreciate you today. We're going to move on. Thank you, sir. Uh, okay. Well, I wanted to get I got to get Mark. going, but thank you. I appreciate oh, it very yeah. much, though. All right. All right. All right. Well, I was going to. I got to go. I got to go. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Glenn. Thanks, Glenn. Appreciate it, brother. <laughs> Glenn, you got to work with me here. I got a lot of people and I need to get to. So make it quick. Say what you got to say. Move on. Uh, all right. Uh, let me get Denise in here. I really wanted to hear Denise. And she's been waiting like crazy, which I hate doing to people. So we have to 
Keep it moving here, guys. Uh, we're already at the bottom of the hour, and we still have four or five other callers. Many people want to get in, so leave her time for everybody else to call in. Denise, our friend from across the pond, how hello. is? Please unmute and let us know how it is. How the tea is today? Hello, hello, Denise. And just real hello. There she is. Good to hear there from I you. My 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 screen froze a little bit, so I had to wait for it so I could unmute. Hello, Mark Bakita. Hello, Denise. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And I'm still I'm still hoping that um, you manage to win your votes and get in there. I, um, I I, you know what? If I was a Democrat, I would tell you to vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> you understand that. So it's kind of funny because you're a Brit and you understand that. But Ameri- Mer- many American viewers no. probably wouldn't understand what that just meant. Yeah, well, I, I, I do have a twisted sense of humor. Um, yeah, I you also stuff. have an above-average sense of what goes on in politics around the world. Well, right? thank you very much. I'm very no, flattered by you that. You do. By the way, today, uh, 21st, is the fifth year anniversary of us voting to leave the Five EU. Five freaking years. Five since years. Since the British, actually, the United Kingdom spoke up as a whole and said, that's enough. We're done with the the... Uh, being told what you can and can't do, and it's five and years later. And what's happened since then? Well, um, we're still fighting them. Here we are, five years down the line. Isn't that amazing? Um, we're still fighting them. They're still demanding one thing after the other. In fact, I think there's 300, not a lot, of, I don't think a lot of um, people in the UK know this, but there's... Still, 300 EU laws that we're abiding by, which is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, this is why this is why I have the criticism for Boris. I do because he knows that the vast majority of people understand that being part of the European Union has been a disaster for the United Kingdom and the people of the United Kingdom specifically. I wish there was a leader strong enough to understand that it just needs to be goodbye. All of this crap from the past is over, starts right now. We're going to new bilateral trade agreements with each country, and that's it. Forget the rest of the stuff. It's just a disaster. Well, that's that's, um, the other thing. We have now got trade deals that bring in and send out more trade with the rest of the world than we ever have with the EU. In fact, Liz Trust is just now penciling in a a Trans-Pacific trade deal, which is trillions. It's worth trillions. That's a a great point. That's a great point that I never really thought about. I mean, you're right. Those all of those other trade deals, especially Australia. I think you guys had one with them as well. India. Yeah. um, And then Southeast Asia as well. Those you're right. Those are that's that's a very good point. You know, you can kind of. Uh, you know, adjust where that uh, where that income comes from, and and it should give Boris a stronger stance against the EU to say that's it. All of this mass, uh, you know, uh, policies and governments and and the rest. It, the reason why there's there's it's the foundation of the one world government. That's why it's this is yeah. the UN and the 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 EU is the foundation of trying to bring us under a one world government. So, yeah. Well, Boris is Boris is dancing around. I can see it from. His point of view, 
um, as well as the UK's frustration. But the thing is, this is doing the same thing that Joe Biden being president in the US is doing. That is red pilling an awful lot of people and waking an awful lot of people up. This dancing around that Boris is doing, he couldn't push what he wanted to push because he didn't have the backing of the MPs in Parliament and he needed a, a, a really big backing in the UK Parliament to cut the line. Well, more and more MPs as well as more and more of the public are now telling him, tell the EU to go fly a kite, that's me being polite, and go W W well, um, World Trade or WTO, World Trade rules um so it's getting to that point where the frustration uh, plus all this past 18 month malarkey that more and more people are um accepting now has been a farce especially um as me and uh, an awful thousands of other people are sending around social media of pictures uh, ascot say ascots on this week, Royal Ascot's on this week. And there's thousands of toffs there um, and people all dressed up in the refinery, wandering around, squashed together, no masks. And yet the general public are told you can't go anywhere. You can only meet in, you can have a wedding, but no more than 30 guests. Um, you can still, have a funeral, but no more than 30. They're still saying that. They're still and playing yet, the lockdown game. Yeah. Um, not so much lockdown as restricted, as you know, he's already Same decided. Difference. He already decided we, to move. We were the, still doing that in Ohio here with yeah. Mike DeWine. Yeah, he's just a little communist. He's a mini Boris. Yeah, but a lot, a lot more people are now um, not wearing masks and are saying to hell with this. Uh, Boris lifted, shifted the goalpost again and moved our Freedom Day on the 21st of coming out of everything and being totally free of every restriction. He's now shifted that to, I think it's July the 19th, I think. Uh, uh, although, don't make me hold my hand on a Bible and swear to that. When, when's I think your, it's around that date. When's your next uh, set of elections? Um, well, he's only been in since just before the pandemic. Yeah. I think he'd only been in about five or six months before that started. And they stand for four years. Okay. Before, generally, so it's a four that's, year that's MPs and the whole election is, is yeah. every four years? Yeah, no, but it's not that way, right? So he can call an election early. He can. He can. Uh, there the usually has to be a vote in, of no confidence in Parliament to force him to call another yeah. general election. Right, or right, he right. can just... Yeah. Or so, he can just say he wants one, but then the again, longest, he has to have... What's the longest he can go? He Well, Margaret Thatcher was in for three terms. She did 12 no, years. No, 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 no. I mean, in terms of a term before an election, what's the longest he can go before he's forced to call an election? Well, they have a general election is every four years. Okay. He can be forced only by a... A uh, vote of no confidence, right. or but if he himself decides he can, to call yes. an early election, so but if he is, decides, yeah. if he decides to call one, he also has to have the backing of Parliament for that. 
Yeah. So he can say, oh, I want a general election. There has to be a majority vote in Parliament to right. agree with him to have one. So I lived in Canada for four years, right? And yeah. uh, it's a very similar system. Uh, well, they, they do follow most of our sort of parliament, the way our right. parliament is set up right. in Canada, don't they, I think? Yeah. And there's a very like strategic decision around calling an election early. Like, yeah, if you're two years in and you know you can win, that like gives you another two years, so you're gonna do it. So there's a lot well, of strategizing around that that Americans don't understand for the most part. Well, that's what that's what Boris did. He did that when right. he first right. came into office, if you remember. Um, that Jeremy Corbyn was at the time the leader of the Labour Party, and he was saying that you know um, you're a useless leader. We we uh, they were trying to do all sorts, and Boris kept saying to him, "If you're not happy, call a note of vote confidence and let's go for another election." And he pushed that for a long time before they eventually All did. the election. Yeah, and. Um, he got in he was voted as leader again it was they were opposing him being leader jeremy corbyn was opposing boris being the leader of the conservative party that's what it was for and boris said well if you don't you know get together and have a vote of no confidence and let's have another vote on it but jeremy Co corbyn is not of boris's party he's a labor he's a late he was the yeah. leader of the labor party yeah. um, aka the nazi is, party yeah, which he is no more. So, 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 so Starmer is. And I always say it with a stutter because he is a stutterer. <laughs> I am so, so glad he, Corbyn so Has he left the Labour Party? I had heard he got, that he, was, so he got kicked out. Yeah. And he, he's he was, now. Does he have a party or is he just an independent? How does that work for you? Uh, he's, he's, still, he's still sticking his toe in, he <laughs> still has influence. Does he? With um, the leftist, the leftist of the far left Labour. Yeah, the Nazis. Um, yeah, he still he, has influence and guides them. Yeah, he's a nutter. He is a nutter. But yeah. um, there you go. Good My stuff, screen's Denise. just gone black. I don't know if you can still hear me or not. But if you, if I, yeah, you'll have to disconnect me if, if we're going. We can hear you. Because you're good. Gotcha. I might have to. Denise, thank you. I might you. have to crash my computer. It sounds like your computer's crashing. Denise, God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for the call, Denise. Great to hear from you. And you. Bye and good thank luck. You, Denise. Have a great Bye. weekend. And you. Bye. Ha. Didn't hang up on her. Yes. <laughs> I hang up on Denise every time because she's always got that one last little. All right. Uh, someone who has been patiently waiting and I have been looking forward to hearing from is our loyal fan, loyal friend, I should say. Chris over on Twitch comes in every day, watches the show, hangs out with us. She's a great patriot. And I'm glad she's here calling in. I apologize for the wait. Basically, Chris, I, if that is you. Uh, the caller that I just brought in, if you, if you can hear me, hit star six on mute. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong again. <laughs> like, yeah, let's like yesterday. Yeah. Just a real quick, quick shout out to everybody out there uh, for all the gold pillow drops. Appreciate it. Looks like uh, 702, uh, your phone is unmuted. Is this Chris? Yes, it's Chris. Hey, hey. Chris. Hey. Welcome to the show. How are you? 
I'm great. Thank you very much. Um, Mark, I agree with your agenda items so far, and I am taking notes. I agree that we need to defend our country from sea to signing sea to border to border, but there's something going on in our military that is very disturbing with this diversity training. They are demoralizing our troops. They are trying to make them weak and they're trying to destroy them. And I have done three videos introducing all of this. Um, Lloyd Austin is very deep state. He really hates the military underneath yeah, it all. He's the he's the one that that um, was behind the hack of uh, the DNC in from the Homeland Security when he was part of that. So you're right. That guy is not good news. And you know what, Chris? I'm really glad that you called in to say this because. You're not the only one who I've heard this from, obviously. Everybody who I know that's in the military is really getting pissed off about what's happening in our military right now. They're trying to destroy them, Alan. It's just terrible. It is. It really it's- is. And there's, you know, they're they're making them attend this diversity training and all this other crap, this uh critical race theory stuff, and it's it's <laughs> The last thing we need to be worrying about in our military is this bullshit. It is just out of control. And, I mean, this is why, um, you know, as soon as Lloyd Austin was was confirmed, I was shocked that the Republicans allowed that to happen. I know. And something else, this Bishop Garrison that he hired to write all this stuff. Yeah. He is a raging racist. He hates white people with a passion. And... And Nicole, whatever her face was, that wrote the 1619 Project. I'm yep. telling you, I've dug deep on these people, and they are bad news, and they want our military to fail. Chris, you're so right. They are radical leftists in the in the mold of uh, of Marx, and it's you know they use um, oh, what's the guy? What's the Chicago guy? I'm thinking of Chicago Underground. Um, weather underground, uh, Bill Ayers, they use the Bill Ayers strategy, radical left strategy. And it's very, you know, and they're in positions of power now. It's, I'm glad you're, you're talking about this, Chris. You know, I do have a little okay. bit of hope, uh, you know, in the fact that, uh, general Flynn's brother, um, is in the Navy. Uh, and he's, I believe, well, he's the general of the Navy, isn't he, Abe? Um, he's up there. I know. And, and at least I find a little bit of hope in that. Um, because it's not going to help, not going to help what they're doing. No, but knowing that, you know, he's fighting. So there are still some people that are in, in the military that are still fighting. And that's, that's something that we can definitely hold on to. All right. Well, that's all I wanted to tell you. This has got to be stopped and I love you guys. And I'll talk to you later. Stand by Chris. Let me hear, uh, Matt, uh, Mark, what do you think about, uh, what's happening in our military right now? So I've had personal experience with, right so i've got a guy on my campaign we've talked about this before i'm trying to get him to come on maybe one night with us he left the navy because his chief said get out now it's only going to get worse and she was talking about all the social justice warrior training so he left my girlfriend's son 
So her ex-husband, who, who I have a great relationship with, was a lifer in the Marines. And he retired and his son was in the Marines and his son had a health issue, but probably could have gone back in and chose not to because of the social justice warrior pressure. So this is not a bunch of, you know, crazy people with a conspiracy theory. This is happening in our military. Our military doesn't need to be worried about inclusion and intersectionality. Our military needs to be worried about how do I slay enemies? That's it's, true. It's not very, it's not that hard. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Chris, it's great to hear from you. God bless you. Thank you for, for supporting us and being doing whatever you can to help us on Twitch. I really appreciate it. I'm going to be working on expanding Twitch very, very soon. So um, all of your knowledge and anything you know that how I could improve it, if you know things, tell me because I, I need to start uh, focusing on Twitch. That's my next goal. Now that I get get this mobile unit set up, it's going to be helpful to have that for Twitch as well. So I appreciate you, Chris. God bless you. Great call, Chris. Bye-bye. Thanks, Chris. Great to hear from Chris. She watches every single day from uh, from Twitch, and I really love, appreciate the support from people like that. Appreciate you guys very much. Denise, thank you for your time today. Appreciate it. Sleeping Stars, my buddy in the Navy, said they had to retake their oath. It was revised to be super PC, really. Oh, yeah. Man, I'm I <laughs> He said he said he kept his fingers crossed the whole time behind his back and luckily with masks he didn't vocally say it and no one could tell. <laughs> nice. That I sounds like it. what I would do. Oh, I love that sleeping stars. Our friend Thank you, Juby. Our friend KC who has called several times has called today. KC, what's on your mind, my friend? Okay, so um I saw your um your show last week with uh severe and that uh caller that uh called in and uh, like i've already uh did i over commented no 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 i think you were like right like i <laughs> i don't think i wish you would have stayed on because like <laughs> it, it was it's a, but the the um the point that i i was trying trying to make and i i started um commenting about it on a previous call was that like but a couple of months ago and uh you guys probably read some of these like uh hit pieces um about like conservatives and and like uh different people in the like as far as like um streamers and stuff so yeah. uh, like i've read some of those articles and these people know i mean they of course, a lot of you guys have been uh, banned from YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and stuff. But these people know all the alternative platforms that um, everyone has moved to, like Gab and DLive and Twitch and all, all these other platforms. And I read an article a couple of months ago where they, well, it was more more than one article. It was two articles where they specifically called out all these um alternative platforms where uh people move to and they basically said that they have moles on all these platforms that are doing different things they're instigating fights 
They're um oh yeah they're they're uh, spreading false information uh, and uh, just a, a bunch of other stuff to disrupt. And then they're reporting you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And, and in my case, I'm running for office. These people are working for my opponents or people in politics who I have exposed. Yep. Yeah. So Casey, you're spot on. Yeah. Go ahead, Casey. Finish your point. So what 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 I was trying to say is that um also that they um you were talking about uh, basically how we're all starting to get censored and stuff and they're 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 doing what they can to infiltrate basically what oh, they have Okay is- so yeah okay so uh these articles that have been coming out like the whole March 4th thing yeah that was a that was a result of these moles that are that are that they put in place on these these platforms. Interesting. So I, I've been hearing people say, "Oh, uh, the goalpost has been moved," and it's like that information is being purposely put on these platforms. It's not that oh, someone in someone in uh, in a position is leaking out um, information to to. Uh, inform people no it's these people are going on there yeah. and there's they're spreading false information giving people false hope then they have the they leak it to to their reporters or whatever and then they make fun of it yeah nope you're absolutely right they that's what they're it's they're using every tactic they can and they've done this from the beginning for those of you that have watched me from the start from the very beginning, I had trolls in my chat that knew how to or tr- tried to trigger me anyway, even though I normally handle it fairly well on live. A couple times when I was live for like six-hour stints and stuff, maybe I might have might have snapped a little bit. But anyways, we, we all kind of do, right? But they, they have people that agitate other chatters. They go after other chatters and try to cause division between chat. They go after the host to try to distract. We had a guy that came in here all the time. I can't remember his dumbass name, Joe. But he would basically come in and talk about everything except about what the speaker or the or the guest, the interviewee, w- was talking about, and he would cause chat to address him and not listen to what the the answers to the questions or what the presenter was trying to say. Those are those are tactics that are are trained to people that work for the CIA and the FBI and other places. They are trained to do this stuff, and it is very purposeful. And they've been doing it from the beginning. Well, it's it's funny that you mentioned uh, that because it, I mean there are, like I said, they they said they they have like people in the media, but I've heard that there are people from the government on those platforms, um, and also there are people from groups like Antifa on those platforms. So, yep, that are that are moles in different groups and on different. Um, uh, like following different people. Well, so it's, they, yeah, it's yeah. not, it's not just some random troll. Well, they took it as far as, as putting paid actors like the shaman as part of the Q group. They went as far as the, the, the dam, the uh, Hoover dam incident. That was a paid actor. The all, every single incident of violence that you guys heard about was 
part of an infiltration plan to be able to label us, label us as violence. Now, I can't prove that, but I can tell you flat out the foundation of everything that we are about as part of the Tea Party and as part of a Q anonymous group of crazies that we that they call us is peace peaceful change in the mold of Martin Luther King. We've all talked about it from the beginning and anybody who spreads anything different is an infiltrator and is somebody who was trying to be able to be able to form that narrative to have the FBI say that we're domestic terrorists. You're absolutely right, Casey. Yeah. Um, and the thing is like, um, there are these so-called like truther groups that, I mean, they're, they're, I'm, they, they, do know a lot of this stuff that you guys talk about as far as like uh corruption and stuff but they kind of buy into a lot of that stuff that the mainstream media is pushing about uh people involved in certain uh political groups uh being uh dangerous for the country a lot, a lot of these people are anti-politics and they believe that anyone that's um trying to push some kind of uh change in politics is just adding to the problem. That's an easy response for someone who has no intellectual response, right? Just say you're adding to the problem. You're not adding anything positive to conversation and you shut that conversation down. That's actually a Bill Ayers tactic. Yes. Right. Rules for radicals. You're absolutely correct. And it's, you know, they've used this stuff but for a long time. You bring that up, Casey. Yeah, they used it under during the Tea Party, too. Remember when the Tea Party was coming up? All of a sudden there was a bunch of violent white supremacists there, too. All of that is a is a coordinated attack on anybody who's not a radical leftist. And that's why more of us should be concerned. You don't have to like or dislike what I say or what we want to say, but you should be able to say, I will stand for your right to be a moron. If, if I'm a moron to you, then I will stand for your right to be a moron, just like I stand for the right for you to do whatever you want to our American flag, even though if you do it in front of me, you're going to you're going to there's going to be consequences. So, I mean, that the world that we live in is created on allowing people just to say what say and do what they want. And anybody who sees these tactics should see them for what they are. It's a coordinated attack on anybody who's not a radical leftist. Yeah, uh, that's that's basically all I want to say for now. Um, and great call, Casey. Is this same uh, Casey Powwow in chat? No, no, no. no. Okay, no. I was just curious. Casey's no problem. Like, I ain't got that kind of so money. Much. <laughs> 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 Casey, so I love you, bro. Man. You know it. I, I love okay, hearing from thanks. you, man. God bless you, man. Thanks, Casey. <laughs> Well, the reason I mentioned that is because um, I finally got those uh, stickers out in the mail today. Um, so there's 17 uh, stickers going out there to you guys. Uh, should be there in a couple of days. Oh, good stuff. I keep hitting that damn mute button. <laughs> Mark picked uh, it right up. Like, you didn't even know you were muted. Yeah, he just rolled with it, which is great. We're getting I good at it. this. Work <laughs> for me. So Mark, Alan it's been, and I didn't step on each other like we usually do. Yeah, right. It's been a lot of fun, Mark. I'm glad you hung out with us today. Two hours just flew by. We got about seven minutes left. I really appreciate you. I really appreciate you taking time to hang with us and understand and get the 
get information from the people. I think the reason why you do this is it's a connection to just the the actual activists in the Tea Party, which is who we are. We are we are a foundational uh, of of the original Tea Party. That's that's really who all my followers, those of you who have followed me way before Soapbox and the rest, there's a lot of them um, that have followed me here because we've all worked together from the beginning. I really appreciate you taking time out to hear our our perspective, Mark. You know, it's an important perspective because it's constitutional. And that's what it's all about. Michael Johns would tell you that. Yep. Uh, that's it. it. And it's so simple that people are like, it can't be that easy. It is that easy. It really is. It only takes it a little bit of time. We'll get rid of it. And we could downsize the federal government by 50 to 75% almost overnight. It needs to happen. I, I mean, I've been, we've been praying for this for a long time because the, the foundation of what the federal government has become is a bloated bureaucracy that is out of control. The only way to get it back under control is to get it back to the foundational principles of what our founding fathers said the federal government should be. That starts with giving power back to the states, i.e., right. Take abortion away from the federal government and give it to the Back. states. Give Back. it to the people. We should all support this. If you're pro-abortion, you should be like, okay, I agree with that. I live in Illinois. For the most part, we we voted on our election, hey, our our abortion that's laws. Exactly right. That's the way that it needs to go. And the, and we can all disagree or agree on on individual policies, but let's let's start by putting the the voice back into the hands of the people and you do that by strengthening states rights and reducing the size of the federal government mark amen that the 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 founding fathers if you think about it envisioned the country as being this uh perfect union of states that were all different and i'm talking language ethnicity heritage differences because they were back then you might go to one state and they're talking Dutch and English. And you might go to another and they're talking German and English or French and English, like Louisiana. That didn't bother them, right? All they said was, you're part of this perfect union and we're gonna keep us together with the lightest web of control we can possibly have. And that has gotten out of control since I would submit Woodrow Wilson. Yeah. If you look at that. I wholeheartedly Before agree. that, you can go on Wikipedia and look at how many different agencies and departments there were in the federal government. Yeah. You could probably count them on one hand. Your people don't understand the Department of Education wasn't formed until 1988-89. Yeah. It's um, I mean, that's the that's the first thing that needs to happen. Let's have a, you know, an empirical evidence, uh, best practices, oversight of 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 school systems. That's fine. Other than that, get leave it out, out of the hands of the federal government. Nothing else comes from them other than best practices and taking over school districts that are a disaster and then bring competition and and uh, accountability back to the school systems, you can do that also by doing that in the federal government. And you start there, and all of these little things that we are bickering about all the time mean nothing because then all of these problems solve themselves through our voices, which is what we are, Americans. 
Mark, it's been fun as always. Uh, Last thoughts, last words before I let you go. Give me about a minute. Uh, What do you got coming up, and uh, how can people support you? Mark4Ohio.com. Mark, the number 4Ohio.com. They can go there. They can find out all about me. They can donate. Uh, Believe it or not, there's a donate link right on that homepage. But more importantly than that, it's name recognition. If you know someone in Ohio that you, you're not sure knows me, just send them that URL. Uh, I hear uh, we, President Trump's going to be coming to Ohio campaign. soon. Right. What's that? I hear President Trump's coming to Ohio soon. The 26th, Saturday. Yeah. You going to head over there? Well, I'm going to be in an event that I, I've basically been told by the four women who organized it in Claremont Gotcha, County. gotcha. If you don't show up, we're going to cut something off that you really like. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, they're serious. Well, we're going to have a bunch of volunteers there at, at, at the Trump uh, event. Uh, we'll, we'll be well represented. Let's Sounds good. I appreciate it. We'll get the link Thanks out there. We'll get the link on there on the website, and it's been in there in the chat, the link trees, and the links to his website if you want to help support Mark. But again, like you said, just help spread the name. Uh, help spread the name Mark Bikita for Senate. We need him in the Senate. Joe, wrap it up for us today. Yeah, just absolutely great discussion as per usual, Mark. Thank you so much for being here. Everybody out there at Foxhole, DLive, and everywhere else, just absolutely on fire. I love you guys in chat. Um, half the time, I, I'm just, no offense, guys, but I'm paying attention because you guys are truly amazing out there. Um, thir- uh, over 30,000 gold pills. Thank you guys so much for that. Oil Man, thank you. Love the show, brothers. Keep up the great work. Appreciate that, Oil Man 94 and everyone else who donated today. We really appreciate it. That's what keeps us rolling, guys. So thank you very much. Uh, tomorrow, uh, what do we have on tomorrow, Abe? I uh, slipped my mind. Tomorrow, Trisha Flanagan running for yes. Congress in oh, yeah. New Jersey. Looking People forward to that. need to tune in for her. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of People fun. need to hear Trisha talk. She's going to be great, and we're going to be bringing we're going to be bringing you guys a lot more of of people like that as well. The lotto has been released. Congratulations to looks like who me is the big winner today with thirty seven. Congrats, congratulations to all you guys out there. And with that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. Thank you all for joining us as you do every day. Be back here tomorrow, five Eastern. It is Tuesday. I'm probably going live again tonight. I'm going to go activate the the new gear, and I'm probably going to go fishing out back. So uh, keep the alerts going. God bless you all. We'll see you guys. Well, later tonight. (laughs) God bless. Much love. God bless. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.